Hello, and I would just like to uh, welcome everybody into the first ever episode of the Uptempo Podcast. Uh, my name is Blake Lane. I will be your host of the Uptempo Podcast. And I will be bringing to you uh, coverage of the college football world, uh, college basketball world, and college baseball. Uh, really into college baseball. Follow Auburn baseball, basketball, football. Extremely close. Um, Want to really just dive in um, to all three. And uh, I, my goal is to bring people on, um, get their perspective uh, from maybe other programs or uh, – you know, maybe just get a different point of view from the Auburn program. Um, and, you know, just going to try to bring you, uh, starting this off, going to try to bring you an episode every day, um, at least three a week. Um, but, yeah, that's what we're going to start doing. And uh, I think we could have some, some fun with this and uh, get it off the ground and, and get going. Um, with college football winding down, um, bowl game starting, uh, national signing day been going on this past week, uh, transfer portal. Uh, it's been a crazy, crazy couple weeks, uh, in the college football world. Um, you know, starting with Auburn, um, this past week, this past Sunday, uh, Bo Nix enters the transfer portal and, um. I think a lot of us really saw it coming. Um, you know, you had heard the rumors about uh, Pat Nix um, maybe taking a OC job somewhere like Troy, or um, now you're even hearing Ole Miss like on staff at Ole Miss, or you know, whatever. Um, we kind of saw the writing on the wall that he was going to enter his name in the transfer portal, and. In my opinion, I think it's the best thing for both parties. Um, Bo was the starting quarterback for three years. Um, you know, up and down, inconsistent. You know, uh, some Auburn fans loved him. Some Auburn fans hated him. Um, but I think it was the best for both parties. Uh, I, I don't think Harson was on board with Bo. Um, I think he wanted his guy. I think um, – Harson, me personally, I think he would rather go with Finley, Davis, and now Garner coming in um, and maybe get a guy out of the portal um, to compete in, uh, in spring ball. Um, I just think that if the rumors are true about uh, Bo and Pat going to Harson and having the meeting and everything, uh, I just think Harson just said, "Hey, look, it's a mutual thing. Let's let's both just get the divorce and go our separate ways. Good luck to you. Good luck to me. Good luck to Auburn. You got your degree. Great. Let's just part ways." Um, and so, good luck to Bo. You know, uh, I enjoyed watching him play. Um, don't think he really had the greatest offensive line while he was at Auburn. Uh, don't think that he really had the greatest uh, playmakers while he was at Auburn, I should say. Um, and the the guy went through OC after OC after OC. I mean, he had three offensive coordinators in three years at Auburn. Um, that's tough, you know, on a kid. Um, 
he just it just didn't work at Auburn. It just didn't work in my opinion. Um so now we move on to you know, I wake up Monday morning and see well, Tank Bigsby expected to enter the transfer portal. Um absolutely shocked about that. Uh I was floored, didn't know what to think. You know, I'm sitting here texting people. I'm like, hey, you know, what do we do? Because um, from the outside looking in, it looks like the program is just rock bottom. You know, it's it's just people are texting me saying, hey, man, like, what's going on? Have you heard anything? Um, it just looks like a disaster in Auburn. And, you know, I get on Instagram and I see a comment from a mother and talking about fans spread more lies and and you know honestly I mean she's she's true um she's she's true she's right um and you know these kids get criticized so much and so often and all these stories come out about oh he's leaving he's transferring he's a quitter um and you could just see the frustration in the comment and what a couple hours later we get a report uh tanks big tank bigsby staying he's now all of a sudden staying he had a meeting with harson and uh cadillac williams and now he's had a change of heart and he's staying and the only problem I have with this is we had a report saying that he was headed to the transfer portal. He was more than likely headed to the transfer portal. Well, I'm not a fan of he's more than likely headed to the transfer portal. Okay? Um, I would rather wait until he actually landed in the transfer portal. Um, to break that news, um, no, no reason to put this on a kid. I just, I was, I was shocked when I read that report that he was leaning towards the transfer portal. Like, why does Auburn do that? Why? I don't understand it. Uh, I never have, and I never will. It's a saying called Jabba. Just Auburn being Auburn. And we almost ran Tank Bigsby out of town. And I honestly believe that. I I think he was very, very close to hitting the transfer portal. I think he saw the fans uh, after the South Carolina game, after the Iron Bowl, uh, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Man, you should transfer. You should go. We don't deserve you. Why? Why Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this to a guy that gives his everything every single Saturday? The dude played hurt last year. He played hurt. He wasn't 100%. I don't know if he's been 100% while he's been at Auburn. I really, I, I really don't. Um, and he goes out there and he busts his ass. Every Saturday, he was a thousand yard rusher this year. Thousand yard. I know it got covered up because of the offensive line and uh, Tank Bigsby's nowhere to be found and uh, the Penn State call 
at the end of the game, down at the goal line. I don't know how your best player doesn't get the ball in that situation, but maybe that's why Mike Bobo got fired. All right. Um, South Carolina game. Bo just absolutely just gashing South Carolina. Um, and we went away from him. We went away from him. Um, and I had no words. I actually got on Twitter and I said, fire Mike Bobo immediately. And I added Auburn football. <laughs> I added Auburn football. Once again, I wasn't attacking a kid on the team. I was attacking our offensive coordinator who went away from our best player again, again, went away from our best player again. But back to my point is why as fans do we do this to a kid who gives it his all every single Saturday? I don't don't know. It it puzzles me. Um, And, you know, I've said my things about Bo Nix. I've been frustrated and everything, but I've also been on social media and backed him majority of the time. I mean, I've seen people just just go off and oh, he's terrible. He's he's awful. He didn't live up to the five star hype. Okay, well look what he had to work with. It wasn't the greatest situation. It wasn't. I don't care what you say. He had three offensive coordinators. His offensive line was terrible. And I get on Twitter today and I see, oh, Auburn's offensive line wasn't the problem. It was Bo Nix. Bo Nix was the problem. Bo Nix was not the problem, people. He was not. He was not. He was the furthest thing from the problem at Auburn. Uh, I watched a Georgia game this year where our wide receivers just simply couldn't catch. You could have put Gorilla Glue on their on their gloves. They couldn't catch the football. Couldn't catch the football. And I think it was – it got knocked down to like seven drops or maybe six drops or whatever. But, I mean, go back and watch the tape, man. It, it was bad. It was bad. It was really bad. But, anyway, moving forward, Tank Bigsby stays. And then we hit signing day. And, you know, when Harson's hired, <clears throat> excuse me, all we hear about is, oh, uh, he's from Idaho. He can't recruit. He can't coach in the SEC. He can't do this. He can't do that. He doesn't have connections. His coaching staff, they're not from the South. All right? They can't get it done. They can't go into a kid's home in Louisiana, and they can't pluck him away from LSU. They can't pluck a kid in Mobile, Alabama, away from Alabama. They can't do this, and they can't do that. So what does Harson do? Harson says, hey, I got a guy, Trevon Reed, all right, from Thibodeau, Louisiana, Let's bring him, all right? Let's bring him on the plane. Since we don't have an offensive coordinator, all right, he's allowed to get on the plane, all right? That's the first thing everybody should pay attention to is Harson pulled that off so Trevon Reed could get on the plane. There was no OC involved, okay? So Trevon gets on the plane. He goes in home to Louisiana, all right? Sits down with the Osbury, all right? who, by the way, from Baton Rouge, in LSU's backyard, all right, dad, connections to LSU, all right, goes in home, says, hey, you, Auburn, all right, I want you, all right, be like me, leave the state of Louisiana, and let's get to Auburn, and let's get to work, all right. Harson from Idaho, went into Louisiana, Baton Rouge, backyard, said, hey, you're mine. 
All right. I the the guy did it. All right. What what were we? Thirty fourth, thirty fifth in recruiting before signing day, and then come signing day. Hey, look, there's Auburn. There they are. What fourteenth on some sites? Fifteenth, sixteenth. Hey, hey, guess what? You went from thirty fifth, thirty fourth, thirty fifth to top fifteen. All right, and it's not over yet. All right, you still got February. All right, he signed number one corner in JUCO, signed elite safety in JUCO, Marquise Gilbert. Probably going to plug in right away and play. All right, him and uh, Keontae Scott, probably both on the field. All right, you don't sign JUCO guys to sit the bench. They're coming in, they're playing. All right, with the loss of Smoke Monday, I know people are saying, hey, Smoke Monday uh, could use the extra COVID year. I'm sorry, I don't believe that. I don't see it. I think Smoke's out. I think he plays the bowl game and he's to the draft. Um, <laughs> good luck to Smoke. Absolutely love Smoke Monday. Um, just heck of a guy. I know some people, oh, he busts coverages all the time. You know, can't cover the tight end. Whatever. Um, thought he was great for Auburn. Um, but I think, you know, the Marquise Gilbert and Keontae Scott, I think they both come in and play. Uh, immediately, um, just big, big gets for Auburn in that uh, JUCO route. Uh, and then Jeffrey Emba uh, announcing Sunday. Um, I do believe, I do believe that Auburn got him. Okay, I do believe that Auburn got him. He's the number one overall JUCO prospect. Um, plays defensive line. Um, Number one guy in Juco. The absolute tank. Dude's a freak. All right. Freak. I mean, just if you don't know him, go look him up. Um, <laughs> I think it was Independence Community College. Uh, just absolute tank. All right. Um, he, I think he was at the Iron Bowl. Said he had an absolute blast. But he wants to announce Sunday on TV in France. So um, he's already signed. He's just waiting to announce. Um, so they're keeping it. Hush, hush, under wraps. Um, and then I think the biggest thing for Auburn was to go into Mobile um, and went into Robert Woodyard's home and took him from Alabama. And now I know a lot of people, you know, a lot of Bama fans or whatever, like, you know, we stopped recruiting him. Um, he was on his way out. Um, you know, we, we had the other kid that we were leaning to and Woodyard had the knee injury. I've heard it all. Um, but still, he was still committed to Alabama and Auburn flipped him from Alabama to Auburn. And in, in, in his first four year recruiting, Brian Harson flipped a linebacker from Alabama to Auburn. That's huge. It's absolutely huge. You can't sit here and tell me anything other than it's absolutely huge for Brian Harson and Auburn. And and I tell you what, about signing day, the way he did the NFL draft thing where he opened the card, uh, did the phone call, and announced it like Roger Goodell, absolute genius. Absolute genius. I thought it was a home run. The video when him getting out of the truck – um, it's still dark outside, you know, I mean, he, he, he hit a home run 
on National Signing Day, and he proved everyone wrong. Everyone. Everyone. I saw it all over social media. There is no way they can coach and recruit in the Southeastern Conference. And he proved everybody wrong. Um, <laughs> by the way, by the way, I forgot this one. I forgot this one. J.D. Rim, he flipped him from LSU. Flipped him, all right? He was a hard commit to LSU from Valdosta, Georgia. Hard commit, all right? All over LSU. All over him. Said, hey, come to Auburn, all right? We're doing something special. Hey, by the way, you want to be a part of DBU? All right? Roger McCrary, consensus All-American. All right? Look at Jamel Dean, all right? Super Bowl champ. Um, You know, just Carlton Davis, Super Bowl champ, Tampa Bay Bucks. So my, 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 bad. my bad. I forgot about Carlton Davis. All right? Super Bowl champ. Lockdown corner for the Bucks was locked down at Auburn. Um, slowly turning into DBU. Um, Noah Igabogany, first round pick for the Dolphins. Um, hey, come to Auburn, and and what they do? They had a grand slam, a huge grand slam on the defensive side of the ball. And and I tell you what, I tell you what, the offense is coming. It's coming. I, I truly believe that. I know they're going to go to the portal. I know they're going to go to the portal for the O-line, which they had one signing, Easton Harris, um, the kid from Auburn High. Um, but you got to go to the portal and get at least three guys. Got to go to the portal and get at least three guys. Or, well, they could have they could have two sign in February. So two in the portal. Yeah, yeah, because I – yeah, they're targeting two to sign in February, I believe. I have to check on that. But if they get both of those, then they have to sign two in the portal, in my opinion, to get them on board. Because offensive line, you say it can't get worse than last year, but it could it could get worse. It could get worse. And and you got to fix it. You got to fix it. You have to focus on the offensive line. And in my opinion – if you don't get offensive line, it's it's kind of a a bum class. Not 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 not. Look, we got dudes. Okay, we got great players. All right, I truly believe that it was it was a heck of a class. I'm not saying it was a it was a bum class, but it was a heck of a class. But the one biggest spot that you have to have is offensive line. And we got one guy signed right now. One guy. And 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 you better go get some tackles. Better go get some tackles. Because that, that that's what you really need. Alright? And and I can't stress it enough. In 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 order for us not to collapse like we did on the last four ball games. In this year, we have to fix the offensive line. We have to. Um, but, you know, as a whole on the offensive side, you know, the Jay Fair, um, man, uh, Damari Olsen, what a job. What a job. Um, the dude, <laughs> I mean, just the recruiting on Twitter that he did, 
I mean, he knew. He knew everybody that was coming to Auburn. He told us, hey, it's going to be wild. Signing day is going to be lit. Okay? And, you know, big kudos to him. Uh, hell of a job. Um, and I think he's going to be an absolute stud. Um, already said, hey, let's get in the lab. Tank, Jarquez, let's get in the lab. Let, let's run the SEC next year. Let's be the best backfield in the country. I absolutely love it. And I feel like the atmosphere at Auburn's changing, people. I feel like it's changing. Look, one of my biggest things is I know Auburn has rode the family thing. They've 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 rode the family thing. Oh, we're family. We're built in. We're one. You know, win, win, win. <laughs> you know, all about family. It's time to get away from family. Sometimes you got to get away from family, people. And I'm not saying, you know, oh, let's just ditch the whole thing. I'm not, I'm not I'm not saying that. I love going to Auburn and getting the family atmosphere, you know. But in the football program, we have to get away from family. We have to. That's my opinion. Um, I believe it, and I think Harson's going there. I think Harson is capitalizing on the the NIL. Um, I think he wants to capitalize on the NFL. Uh, hey, come to Auburn. I can get you to the NFL. I can get you NIL, okay? Um, and the NIL deal that Auburn's about to bring in where you can, you know, pay, um, you can buy things and, you know, get phone calls from players or tweets with mentioned in the by the players and all that. It, it, it's a home run. It's a home run, and they need to get on it. And I think Harson um, is changing the culture on the recruiting trail, uh, in that sense, in my opinion. Um, but I think it was a, a great week after the Sunday, Monday, um, just nosedive on Twitter from Auburn Twitter. I think it was just a complete disaster nosedive. And then, hey, look at here. <clears throat> you get you get two guys, and then you turn around Tuesday, and you get two more guys, all right, <laughs> that, that Monday night. Two guys, turn around Tuesday, two guys, Wednesday, hit a grand slam, all right? Yeah, you missed on Curtis Perry. Um, You know, majority of us figured, hey, Bama, he's a Bama guy. We've heard it over and over again. Oh, Auburn's my number one. I'm tired of hearing it, all right? We we knew, all right? We we got our hopes up, but we knew, all right? I was on Twitter uh, Tuesday night. Everybody's, oh, Curtis Perry's going to Auburn. No, he's not. Oh, he's not. No, he's not. Uh, Kool-Aid, um, you know, Pickens, you know. Hey, can't blame them. That's, it's their choice. You can't be mad at a kid for choosing what college he wants to go to. But you you missed on the Curtis Perry, and and that's okay. That's okay. And I think you missed on Tolan or Tolan or, you know, he went, I think he went to LSU. Um but hey, you got you got the guys that that you wanted, and and if you land citizen, if you land citizen in February, look out. Uh, I I think Auburn hits a grand slam, and I know I keep saying it, but I just tip my cap to Brian Harson and his staff, and Trevon Reed, Cadillac Williams, um, Zach Etheridge, um, just just the whole entire staff. For hitting an absolute grand slam. And now, 
I'm, I'm going into the Birmingham Bowl. I want to see D. Davis. I want to see T.J. Finley again. I, I see everybody out here. They're like, oh, T.J. Finley, he, he's trash. He's played in seven games. He's played in seven SEC games, people. I need to see more. I've seen a small sample size. I know everybody's like, oh, he's slow. Uh, he can't get out of the pocket. He's just uh, sitting, just, just, he's just waterlogged back there. Look, people, Auburn's offensive line, like I said earlier, was not good. All right, it was not good, and I need to see more T.J. Finley. And and maybe you know they don't have it fixed by the bowl game, and it's the same thing. And it, and you know what? If it's the same thing, let's go to the portal. Let's see D. Davis. Let's get a portal guy. Let's get a Slovis. Um, let's get a Cameron Ward. Whoever. All right, you bring them in. Let's battle it out. Let's see who's the guy. And then when we get in a spring ball, hopefully we got two guys. <laughs> hopefully we got two guys that that show out, two guys that show out in spring, and then over the summer, one separates. And I don't care who it is because I'm going to back whoever it is, all right, just like I backed Bo Nix for three years, all right? And I just hope that we come out against Houston and we're prepared to play, And which, hold on, let me take that back. I know we're going to be prepared to play, because I feel like Harson does a really, really damn good job at getting us prepared to play. Now, whether we execute, who knows? Because um, you can't tell me. You can't tell me that the last four games we weren't prepared to play, people. You can't tell me that. All right, A&M, we were prepared to play. They made more plays than we did down the stretch. All right? They made more plays than we did. We were prepared. Brian Harson had us ready. You can't tell me he didn't. He had us ready. We should have won the ball game. We should have won the game. Go back and watch the Texas A&M game. We should have won the game. We had two drives, all right, that basically started at midfield and zero points. All right, our defense made them punt out of their own end zone. Back-to-back times, I, I think it was back-to-back times. And we got the ball at the 50. Got the ball at the 50. Back-to-back times. Zero points. Zero points. And then they got a defensive touchdown in the fourth. Pretty much put it away. <laughs> you know, we were ready. And then the Mississippi State game, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. It's the worst game I've ever watched. Worst game I've ever watched. I won't, I won't spend a lot of time on it. Um, Absolutely just absolutely terrible on the defensive side of the ball um and and I don't I don't even want to get into zone or man or schemes or I I don't even want to talk about it cuz uh that one that one got under my skin that one got under my skin and 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 then we got the South Carolina game and like I said earlier tweeted at Auburn football fire Mike Bobo don't tell me we weren't ready to play. Don't tell me that we didn't have the motivation to go in there. We played our ass off that game, all right? But our offensive play calling, absolutely terrible. Go back and watch the game. Go back and watch the film. It was terrible. Offensive coordinator lost us to South Carolina game. All right, then you go to the Iron Bowl. Hey, I know we lost, and I know there's no such thing as moral victories, but I tell you what, that game gave me a lot of hope. 
gave me a lot of hope. And I hate saying that because I'm one of the most competitive people that you will ever meet. But it gave me hope that I watched a 6-5 and five Auburn team stand up to, hey, a lot of people say Georgia's the best team in the country. Guess what? Auburn stood up to the best team in the country. All right? Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Auburn stood up and said, hey, you're not going to blow us out, all right? We're here. We're ready to play, all right? We're going to give it everything we got, all right? And and they went over 60 minutes with them, all right? Took them into four overtimes, all right? And and about one of the only defenses in college football this year to shut Bryce Young down. Yeah, Texas A&M beat them, but they damn sure didn't shut Bryce Young down. <coughs> they didn't – that he carried – he hard carried Alabama in certain games this year. Hard carried. I, I watched him just uh, go back and watch the SEC championship game. You don't think Bryce Young? Go back and watch. Go back and watch some of the plays he made under pressure. All right, the the lateral out to to Robinson right there in the SEC championship game. Dude's a freak. Bryce Young's a freak. And and Auburn pretty much shutting down until. A minute left in the game. minute and a half left in the game. Shut him down. <coughs> Excuse me. Shut him down. And it, and it gave me hope. I do think Derek Mason's the guy on the defensive side of the ball. I know I heard a lot of people, oh, fire Derek Mason. No, do not fire Derek Mason. He's going to get it right. Let him get his players in the facility. Let him get his players in the facility. Be patient. And I promise, he's the guy. He knows it. He's he's one of the best. He's one of the best in my opinion. And <clears throat> and I know I just brought up the Mississippi State thing. But sometimes you don't have the dudes. And I think we 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 got lazy. <clears throat> And I, I'm just going to move on from that. And, uh, you know, I will I just want to wrap up with this and say, you know, if you're an Auburn fan and over this past week losing Bo, you know, I, I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to, to, you know, bridge the gap. I'm ready to move on. We got Tank coming back. Um, let's find us a quarterback and let's go into next year. Let's fill the linebacker spot. I'll get a couple of linebackers out the portal. And I think this Auburn team's ready to ride. I think they're ready to go. I mean, look at the schedule. Look at the schedule. All right? Yeah, you got to go to Georgia. You got to go to Bama. All right? But look at the schedule. You get A&M. All right? <coughs> Where do you get A&M? You get A&M at home. Get A&M at home. Get LSU at home. All right? I'm just telling you. You get Penn State at home. I'm just telling you, watch out. Auburn could ride next year. But to close it out, I just want to thank you all for joining me on the first ever episode of the Uptempo Podcast. Uh, Hopefully, I will be bringing in some guests um, to talk about other programs. Um, Maybe, you know, people want to talk about the Auburn program. You know, get their their side of things. Uh, But... uh, Thank you. Uh, I've enjoyed it, giving you my side of my side of the story, uh, my point of view, and uh, I really enjoyed it. 
And that's all, folks.